It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Jane Pickett of the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group, uh, joining me. Good afternoon, Jane. Good afternoon, Patricia. And you're, you're very welcome. Are you enjoying the fine weather? Oh, it's absolutely beautiful. We can't complain if it- if the rest of the summer is like this, then yeah. it will be fabulous. It will be great. And now before we go to questions, just I want to give a shout out and a mention because uh, Rower in West Cork who do the most amazing uh, work. Uh, they do the trap, neuter and release uh, scheme as well. Uh, their annual street collection in Bantry is going to be held on Friday week, tomorrow week, the 2nd of June. And they're asking people, if you see the volunteers around the town of Bantry with the collection buckets uh, to please support them. They're also looking for collectors, if any would, would be willing to give up an hour uh, to help the Animal Welfare uh, Charity you can contact at Roar. Thank you Deirdre uh, for sending that in to us. Now can I start with I know wild animals are not your specialty but you might be able to give some advice for Leanne who contacted mm-hmm. us from the north side of the city. She's had foxes in her garden. Now the one of the foxes has had three cubs. The cubs are now running around the garden and they're becoming quite bold and quite brazen. They're out, they're out during the day, whereas they were, were only out in the evening time, I reckon, when it was quiet. And uh, she, she just doesn't know, will they eventually go away? She doesn't want to, she's fearful that they might start doing damage in the garden. But she said they really are cheeky. Any advice? Okay, well, what an amazing wildlife spectacle to have in your back garden. I know they might be a little bit troublesome and a little bit naughty, but that's just such an amazing thing to see. Um, What I would say is they are probably young, a little bit cheeky. They're learning their boundaries. They're probably going through their adolescent phase. So they're kind of trying to gain a little bit of independence from mum. And that gaining independence should continue. So what I would suggest is that I would try and enjoy the time you have to observe the cubs because it probably won't last forever. I would suspect that with natural maturity and gaining their own independence, they may well move off into other areas. They don't tend to be creatures that will stick in one spot in one garden. Like let's say a feral cat might take a take a liking to a particular household. They tend to have a larger territory. So although they may be found kind of in, in little packs, sometimes they do tend to want to gain independence from their family. So I suspect they won't they won't spend their lives tearing up your garden, or at least I doubt yeah. it. It's and I, I have to say, it. when I saw Leanne's call come in, I, I thought the very same thing as you. I thought, oh, I'd love that in my garden. I would sit and watch them for hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they will move off. That's yeah. the nature of, of uh, yeah. wild animals. OK, um, Eileen in Bantry got a rescue dog. Well done, Eileen, about uh, 10 months ago. Golden Labrador. 
Uh, he's coming up to his third birthday. But she said he's still incredibly nervous. Also, when she took him from the rescue centre, they said to her that they had tried a spot on, but he was allergic to the spot on. So she's wondering what else can you suggest? So two questions in one. OK. Okay, so really well done for taking on a, a rehomed pet. You know, it's the best thing to do. We have loads of lovely, beautiful, unwanted, particularly adult dogs out there in the rescues, for example, the ISPCA and many other private rescues. So really well done for taking one of those on rather than rather than buying a new pup. You're doing a great deed there. It can, however, come along with a few issues. And I suppose, as you said, their ongoing nervousness is one of the main ones. When we take on a pet, we don't really know their background sometimes when they come from, let's say, a rescue environment. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. And sometimes they may they may be fearful or nervous due to lack of socialisation, just because they, let's say, weren't exposed to normal kind of everyday experiences with other dogs and humans in that critical puppy phase. Or it might be that they had a genuine reason to, to be fearful or nervous of humans. What I will say, though, is it really is time. I know it may have been 10 months since you've taken the pet on, but sometimes it can take a bit longer. What I will say, though, is it's just really important to, ha- to, to work on it and make progress. And I'm sure you will do. And I'm sure you probably make great strides. If the nervousness is persisting at this point, I'd suggest discussing with your vet who they'd recommend as a local and qualified dog behaviourist to get them involved. Because sometimes, let's say, a second pair of eyes that's used to looking at these things and used to reading dogs' behaviour will be able to look at a situation and the situations that are triggering that particular pet to be fearful and nervous. And they might be able to you know, figure out, well, why might that be? And what strategies can we put in place to help them work through that? So it's probably a great deal of work you've done in your first 10 months settling that pet in and getting them feel a bit more relaxed with you guys but now as they explore out into the world they need to gain a little bit of confidence so it might need some professional help and your local vet is the best person to let you know who's who's available and who's safe to you so who's fully qualified in your area so they're the best protocol as regards the spot on that's an interesting one so very much like you or I where we might have sensitive skin and might react to a certain beauty product as it were or cream dogs can do the same thing so sometimes sometimes it may be the the active ingredient in that product that they may react to or sometimes it's the excipient so what it's carried in so the liquidy bit a i wouldn't suggest using that product again in your pet if they are have had a known reaction to it but it would be worth discussing with your vet what other options are there so if you know what the product wants to begin with you'd be able to tell your vet and they might be able to give you another alternative a different type of spot on but for fleas mites and ticks now we are lucky enough that there are a number of tablet formulations that will prevent against ticks fleas mites there's a number of different ones on the market but it's really important to get one that comes from your vet or your pharmacist that is a prescription only medicine because we know that those ones particularly when your pet is taking something by mouth that it's safe and effective and so that'd be the best thing i think maybe if you're worried about putting something onto the neck maybe a tablet might be a and are they are they as good as the spot-ons because we know how great the spot-ons are yeah, they are. They're really right. I think the main thing is getting a good quality one and the ones that are prescription only that, let's say, you would have to have prescribed by a vet or are available in the pharmacy. They will be they will be the good ones. We know that they're effective because they've gone through really rigorous testing to make sure that they work. Um, and I suppose the thing with spot ons is, you know, there's lots of really great ones out there, but sometimes the application is really essential how you put it on. But 
again, some products come in different strengths and the stronger ones that we know are really safe and effective will usually be available from your, from your vet. Um, okay. And the ones that, let's say, are available elsewhere might be a little bit different. OK, uh, Jane is in Mallow, a male uh, cat, healthy, but she's noticed the cat has developed a cyst on the side of his ear. Seems to be pus in it. Now, it's a wild, it's a feral uh, cat um, to bring into the vet uh, would be a problem. Will it just clear up itself? Okay, so yeah, with these little wild cats, it can be a really challenging situation. We become so fond of them, feeding them sometimes and seeing them around, but still a lot of them won't let us near them to catch them, to to get the medical attention. It's always a bit of a concern. Uh, From your description, it sounds like we might have a bit of an abscess going on. It's really common in feral cats to have cat bite abscesses where they may have uh, been in the wars slightly with some of the the comrades that may be roaming in their territory. And, you know, cats' mouths are filled with really nasty things. So when they bite each other, it sets up a really nasty infection. The vast majority of the time, if that is what it is for this little kitty cat, it will resolve on its own, but some will need antibiotics to help it along. What I would say is to watch this little cat carefully, I suppose, in a perfect world, they'd be saying, you know, take him to the vet to get him checked over. And that's the surest way of, of having a safe way forward for the cat. But if that's not possible, watch him really carefully. But if you have any concerns, it would be a case of maybe contacting the ISPCA or, uh, let's say, a, a, a welfare charity that would have trap cages that would mean you would be safely able to catch the cat and get some assistance with bringing it to the vet. And we've done that successfully for other cats as well. OK, and finally, Dennis yes. is listening to us online in Oxford. Springer Spaniel, 14 months old, treated for fleas and worms. But he's biting and nicking his ankles on his back legs to the point that they're red. What could be causing it? And is there anything that uh, Dennis can get or what would you suggest? Oh, bless him. So I think really well done on taking the basic steps of, you know, getting your your common things ticked off. So the parasite control with the flea ticks, mites is really essential and the wormers. What I will say is that there, apart from that, although parasites are really common, there are a lot of other things that can cause itching and scratching. And, you know, sometimes it can be very localised into areas like the ankles, the back legs. Um, sometimes it can be a bacterial infection, a yeast overgrowth, but something we see really commonly, let's say, on the underside of the belly and along the back and the front legs is if they have a contact allergy to something that's out there. For example, at the moment, it's it's high season for all of the environmental allergens outside. So all the pollens, all the grass allergies, they're all coming through the doors so whether it is something just that your pet has been in contact with it's causing them to itch either way in this situation whatever the cause I will pop him to your vet make him aware of the situation he'll be able to assess the skin and she'll be able to take some do some tests potentially if, if necessary delve a little bit further into the history and it may be it may be something like a contact allergy that's possible um, but the important things will be able to get your pet medication to make them feel better to either solve the problem or in the case of the allergy to, to soothe the itching so that they're not driven driven demented from the itch so it's really important to kind of just make sure they're comfortable in that situation and get them better attention. Yeah, and we know ourselves if you have an itch it will drive you bonkers. Okay, we leave it there Jane, thank you for that and have a lovely week and we'll chat to you again next Thursday. You too, thank you. Bye bye, enjoy the fine weather. That is Jane Pickett of the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital uh, part of the Mill Street Veterinary uh, Group.